0: Listening to According to Sam, episode 153. Welcome, folks. Welcome to According to Sam. This is episode 153. Let's get started today talking about a topic that we haven't talked about. Um, in a while, on according to Sam, and that is COVID-19. The COVID-19 coronavirus um, that basically crippled this world, um, more particularly our country here in the United States, but not only our country. This had a major effect on the entire planet. And uh, the effects um, may be lasting. We don't even know uh, what the true ramifications of COVID nineteen um, will be in the future. But we're winding everything down. We had a vaccine, and um, we're not having the hospital hospitalizations and problems with uh overflowing hospitals that they tell us we had in in twenty twenty um, people aren't dying as much, although people are dying still and quite suddenly, and young people too but uh, they're not dying as much it 's no longer a pandemic or an epidemic. And they're winding things down. Even the Biden administration is saying that uh, all the COVID funding and everything stops in, I think, in May. We're winding everything down. So we're getting back to to normal. But um, I think that it will benefit us now that um, we are beyond the, you know, really traumatic Part really dangerous part of COVID-19 where people aren't dying anymore. The hospitals aren't, aren't full. Um, Now that we're on the other side of that, I think that it's important to go back and take a look at things that were said back in 2020, the policies that were implemented, you know, and measure that what went on, what was said back then to measure that with what we know today, because we know a lot more today, three years later. We know a lot more today, and we're still learning a lot more. So today I want to take us back into the way back memory machine. That's my that's my um my Going back to the, the past in our memory machine sound effect. Take a listen. We're going to go back to the past back in 2020. And we're going to listen to what our current president of the United States, Joe Biden, uh, something that he said in 2020 when he was a candidate running against Donald Trump, In the middle of this COVID crisis, this is what your current president, Joe Biden, said way back when, (laughs) three years ago. Take a listen to Joe Biden.
1: We will lead by science. The World Health Organization now has officially officially declared COVID-19 a pandemic. Downplaying it, being overly dismissive, or spreading misinformation is only going to hurt us and further advantage the spread of the disease. But neither should we panic or fall back on xenophobia. Labeling COVID-19 a foreign virus does not displace accountability for the misjudgments that have been taken thus far by the Trump administration. Let me be crystal clear. The coronavirus does not have a political affiliation. It will infect Republicans, independents and Democrats alike and will not discriminate based on national origin, race, gender, or zip code. It will touch people in positions of power as well as most vulnerable in our society. And it will not stop. Banning all travel from Europe or any other part of the world may slow it, but as we've seen, it will not stop it. And travel restrictions based on favoritism and politics rather than risk will be counterproductive. This is going to require a national, a national response. Not just from our elected leaders or our public health officials, but from all of us. We must, all of us, follow the guidelines of the health officials and take appropriate protections to protect ourselves and and critically to protect others, especially those who are most at risk for this disease. It's going to mean making some radical changes in our personal behaviors. More frequent and more thorough hand washing staying home from work if you're ill, but also altering the deeply ingrained habits in our country, like handshakes and hugs, avoiding large public gatherings. That's why earlier this week on the recommendation of officials, my campaign canceled election night rallies that we had planned to hold in Cleveland, Ohio. We're also reimagining the format for large crowd events we had planned in Chicago and Miami in the coming days. All right, so that is Joe Biden. That's one of the
0: first addresses that he made after he secured the nomination in 2020. And um, if you remember, he came out and he made this address because he was going to challenge Trump and Trump's leadership on COVID-19. So he came out and gave this address, and it was his first big boy address where he was showing himself himself as the guy who was going to run against Trump and he was going to show himself as president. And, you know, these are my criticisms of of Trump. And when I get in, I'm going to show real leadership. (laughs) That's what this address was about. And you listen to his criticisms uh, that uh, Trump is being xenophobic. Because if you remember, Trump was saying that this is a foreign virus that invaded our country. Um, And that it came from China, if you remember. And everyone was saying that uh, Trump was being racist because he said that the, he accurately said that the virus originated in Wuhan, China, which it did. But uh, these are the criticisms that not only Biden were giving uh, Trump back then, but they were saying that he was xenophobic. And racist. Um, if let's listen to what Trump was actually uh, saying back then about where the virus came from, and him being challenged on that by the media. Take a listen.
2: Why do you keep calling this the Chinese virus? There are reports of dozens of incidents of bias against Chinese Americans in this country. Your own aide, Secretary Azar, says he does not use this term. He says ethnicity does not cause the virus. Why do you keep using
1: this? Because it of comes say from it's China. Racist. It's not racist at all. No, not at all. It comes from China. China. That's why. It comes from China. I China want to be not- China is
0: where it comes from, is what Donald Trump said. And everyone was calling him racist, as you heard the reporter there. Uh, Joe Biden said that he was xenophobic. Uh, Joe Biden was also criticizing his travel restrictions. Uh, at this time, saying that they were xenophobic. If you remember, um, you know, Nancy Pelosi went down to Chinatown because people, and that's funny. This reporter is like, we've been hearing of all of these incidents of hate towards the Asian community because you, as the president of the United States, is accurately saying that the virus came from China. Yeah, people didn't want to eat at Chinese restaurants. I mean, that was their prerogative. And people weren't going down to Chinatown and visiting Chinese businesses in San Francisco. If you remember, Nancy Pelosi went down to Chinatown so she can try to you know, ensure people, this was early on, ensure people that the Chinese community was safe and um, you can come down to China, Chinatown and shop at the shops, eat at the restaurants. Take a listen to this clip about Nancy Pelosi.
3: Business owners in San Francisco's Chinatown are struggling with a slump in business due to fear surrounding the coronavirus. KPIX 5's Ann Makovic is live as House Speaker Nancy Pelosi addresses the issue there. Ann?
4: Yeah, come with me as we stalk uh, Speaker Pelosi right now. She's been taking a tour down Chinatown, and we have stopped already at a temple. Uh, we've stopped at a fortune cookie factory, uh, a, the walk shop, which sells cookware. And now she is stopping at uh, one of the little gift shops in Chinatown, if you can see her live. Now, she has been uh, talking to people along the way, a lot of business owners, a lot of community leaders here in Chinatown who have been concerned about uh, the the optics of the coronavirus. Oh. And uh, the fear that some people might have uh, of coming to a place like Chinatown that might have a lot of Chinese nationals. So she has been going around to show that it is perfectly safe to be
0: here. I mean, this uh, is so is- crazy because the the virus started in China and it started in China um, during or it started in December of 2019. That's why it's called COVID-19 because it started in 2019. Um, But um, it started to spread in Wuhan throughout that December and into January 2020. And it was ripe um, when all of these travelers came in for the Chinese new year, which is at the end of January. Uh, Chinese, people came from all over the world back to China for Chinese new year, as they do every year. And this virus had already been festering and developing there in Wuhan. And it really started to attack people and people started to uh, get it during the, I mean, that's why everything about this and the way it was released was absolutely perfect. Perfect. Because they knew all these travelers were going to come in for Chinese New Year to celebrate, as they do every year. And they all took the virus back. They all got the virus, and they took the virus back to Europe, to Italy, uh, back to the United States when they came home. That's why it was it was so perfect. So to, to avoid Chinese people at this point who are bringing the virus back from China is pretty rational thinking if i'm not going to go to chinese restaurants or go kick it down in chinatown when this is a virus that originated in china and chinese you know people traveling back to this country are the ones who are bringing the virus in it's pretty rational for me not to want to go and kick it down in chinatown
4: of the coronavirus and uh, the fear that some people might have uh, of coming to a place like Chinatown that might have a lot of Chinese nationals. So she has been going around to show that it is perfectly safe to be here. Uh, She says that this is a very special place to her heart because she started a lot of her early campaigning when she started her political career, Uh, some of it right here in Chinatown. And uh, we got some word from her earlier on sort of the message that she's trying to uh, purvey here. It's exciting to be here, especially at this time,
5: uh, to be able to be unified with our community. Uh, we want to be vigilant about what uh, it might be on the, uh, uh, what is out there in other places. We want to be careful about how we deal with it, but we do want to uh, say to people, come to Chinatown. Here we are. We're again careful, safe,
0: and come join us. Come to Chinatown. That's what Nancy Pelosi said. Come to Chinatown. Come join us. We're here. We're safe. The president is xenophobic for, for shutting down flights and travel from China. The president is xenophobic, talking about Trump. He's xenophobic, racist, for saying that the virus came from China. But What do you know? Things have changed today. Let's uh, come back. Uh, into the present in our our way back machine. We're coming back to the present day, 2023, and what's going on? What are we What are we learning from the Biden administration about where the virus came from? Take a listen tonight. NBC
3: News learning the Department of Energy has concluded COVID 19 likely came from a lab leak in China. According to two sources with direct knowledge, key lawmakers on the House and Senate Intelligence Committees were recently briefed by top intelligence officials on a classified report, which cited new information leading the Energy Department to back the theory with low confidence, symbolic of a larger divide within the intelligence community on how the virus started, with agencies differing on whether the novel coronavirus may have leaked from a laboratory or through natural transmission. The Wall Street Journal reporting Sunday it was unintentional and a lab mishap. A U.S. official confirming that assessment from the report and stressing there's still consensus this was not a Chinese bioweapon. But there is still no definitive answer or agreement from the U.S. government on the overall origin.
1: Some elements of the intelligence community have reached conclusions on one side, some on the other. A number of them have said they just don't have enough information to be sure.
3: The Energy Department telling NBC News the agency continues to support the thorough, careful and objective work of our intelligence professionals in investigating the origins of COVID-19 as directed by President Biden. The GOP-led House Oversight Committee confirming the Office of the Director of National Intelligence provided classified information to the panel earlier this month as lawmakers seek more answers.
6: I think we need to do extensive hearings. I hope our Democratic colleagues in the Congress can support that.
3: And Monica joins me now from the White House. Monica, has China said anything about this latest report? The Chinese government has not responded to this latest intelligence, but has long denied the pandemic ever started from a leak in one of its laboratories.
0: Oh, oh, so Biden's energy department is now saying that with low confidence that they agree with the FBI that the. Coronavirus originated in a lab in China, that it was not zoonotic, that it did not come from nature. That's what zoonotic means. And I I said this three years ago, I'm not going to go back in the way back machine and take you back and uh, play clips of what I said in the podcast that I did when I covered this issue, uh, but I told you, I told you that it was not zoonotic and from nature, and that it came from the lab. I wasn't the only one who told you. Many people said this back then. Why is Biden's energy department saying this now? The Biden administration saying this now? The FBI has been saying it for a while, but um, they tell you here in this clip that I just played why Biden's energy Department is making this assessment now. Let's listen again. Key
3: lawmakers on the House and Senate Intelligence Committees were recently briefed by top intelligence officials on a classified report, which cited new information leading the Energy Department to back the theory with low confidence. So
0: new information. What is this new information? Listen to what she says again. She says that key lawmakers have been briefed on new intelligence. And that new intelligence led the committee, the energy committee or the um, agency, the energy department, to change their assessment from the virus being having a zoonotic origin to the virus coming from a lab. What was this new information that the intelligence community Brief these lawmakers on that force the Department of Energy to change their assessment with low confidence. What was this? information. I think that's important. Listen again.
3: Key lawmakers on the House and Senate Intelligence Committees were recently briefed by top intelligence officials on a classified report, which cited new information leading the Energy Department to back the theory with low confidence.
0: That's very interesting. I would want to know what this new information was.
3: Briefed by top intelligence officials on a classified report, which cited new information leading the Energy Department to back the theory with low confidence, symbolic of a larger divide within the intelligence community on how the virus started. With Why is there a
0: divide within the intelligence community on how the virus started and where it came from? Well, because like I just told you, the FBI says... That it came from a lab, too. Not only th- does Biden's Department of Energy say that it came from a lab in China, the FBI says that it came from a lab in China. Um, this is a clip of the Young Turks. And I like to play the Young Turks, I like to play people um, on the left um, and the way they report this stuff um, because. Um, you know, I don't necessarily agree with them on a lot of issues politically, um, but I think that this is just interesting. I want to show you the way they're covering this new report that uh, just came out in the the what paper was that Wall Street Journal um, about this new assessment now from Biden's Department of Energy. Um, Take a listen to Young Turks here.
7: There's a report today that another intelligence arm of the U.S. government, this is inside our energy department, has joined the FBI in concluding. Um,
0: This is um, the Young Turks, but they're starting uh, their report with this clip from Meet the Press. That's why you're listening to Chuck Todd. And Chuck Todd is actually interviewing, uh, this was this past weekend, interviewing Uh, The senator, Republican senator from Alaska. So he's bringing up this new report from Biden's energy uh, department and the intelligence agency within the energy department to the republican senator from alaska so that's how the young turks is starting their clip i was going to play this clip uh with chuck todd asking this question uh too so um i'm glad that the young turks are playing it in the beginning of their report uh, so that's what you're listening to let's get back to it
7: there's a report today that another intelligence arm of the US government, this is inside our energy department, has joined the FBI in concluding that COVID began with a lab leak in China. If we end up determining, if our intelligence community over time determines this is the majority view and it's the US government's view that this was a lab leak in China and that government covered it up, what should be the consequences?
0: So I love the way that Chuck Todd positions this question because he's saying that if we learn that this is true, that it came from the lab, like everybody's been saying for three years, if we learn that this is true and the Chinese government covered it up, what should be the repercussions? What should we do if we learn that that's true? But see, but the way that Chuck Todd is positioning this is that, that if we learn that it came from the lab— that it implies something on China and that we should be angry at, at China. But we should not only be angry at China, we should be also angry at our American leaders as well if we find out that this is true uh, beyond a shadow of a doubt. We should be angry at Barack Obama and and Fauci and the people who, who fund it Um, what's the word? I'm not gonna. I can't call it gain of function. The guy from the Veritas video gave us the other terminology. See, when Rand Paul asked uh, Fauci if you were funding gain of function in China, he didn't use the right terminology. The right terminology is directive or directed evolution. (laughs) That's what it is. Directed evolution. That's what what uh, Rand Paul should have asked. Fauci if he was funding in in Wuhan and in Ukraine are you funding directed evolution which is gain of function but Fauci uh, Obama I mean the labs over there there are labs we were we were funding this work over there we were funding it so so Chuck Todd we should if we find out that this is true that this came from the, the lab we should not only be angry at The Chinese government we should also be angry at our own government because our own government bears some responsibility again this is the young Turks uh, clip and they're just playing this uh, clip of Chuck Todd asking this question in the beginning let's get to it with a lab
7: leak in China If we end up determining, if our intelligence community over time determines this is the majority view and it's the US government's view that this was a lab leak in China and that government covered it up, what should be the consequences?
8: Now, before we get to Republican Senator Dan Sullivan's answer to Chuck Todd's question, I think it's worth visiting the reporting on the allegations regarding the lab leak and how it might have led to the coronavirus pandemic. This has to do with a new report based on new intelligence by the Energy Department. And while the Energy Department has come with come out with this conclusion, they say that it is a low confidence conclusion. And the intelligence community overall is still divided in regard to uh, where the virus originated from. So here's what we know so far. Uh, some officials briefed on the intelligence said that it was a relatively weak or it was relatively weak. And that the Energy Department's conclusion was made with low confidence, suggesting its level of certainty was not high. She's While-
0: emphasizing low confidence. It is a huge deal for the Department of Energy to change their assessment, even with low confidence. Low confidence only means that you need to do a lot more research to establish uh, a higher level of confidence. But it is a huge deal for them to change their assessment to low confidence. Uh, so people who are emphasizing the fact that it's low confidence, the um, the NSA the intelligence brief that said that uh, Russia meddled in the 2016 election, the intelligence brief that they lied to you and told you that all 17 intelligence agencies agreed with this intelligence assessment, assessment, Uh, the one that the intelligence assessment that started Russiagate, which came from James Comey's FBI, John Brennan's CIA and uh Michael Rogers, Admiral Michael Rogers, NSA, those three agencies only, but they lied to you and told you it was seventeen agencies to give this assessment confidence. And the NSA gave the assessment moderate confidence. Does does that diminish the assessment in your eyes? Because the level of confidence is not high. That the uh, that the NSA didn't give the assessment um, high confidence. I mean, no one who is on the on the left, the people from the Young Turks here, um, other people who I've seen emphasize the fact that uh, the Energy Department of Energy is changing this assessment with low confidence only and trying to minimize the fact that they have made this assessment because it's only low confidence is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, but let's go back here to Anna here from the Young Turks.
8: Relatively weak, or it was relatively weak, and that the Energy Department's conclusion was made with low confidence, suggesting its level of certainty was not high. While the department shared the information with other agencies, none of them changed their conclusions, officials said. Now, it is important to keep in mind that there is one intelligence agency that tends to agree with the Energy Department here, and that's the FBI. In addition to the Energy Department, the FBI has also concluded with moderate confidence that the virus first emerged accidentally from the Wuhan Institute of Virology, a Chinese lab that worked on coronaviruses. So there
0: you go. So the energy Department of Energy, after viewing this intelligence, whatever uh, this intelligence is that was shared with the uh, lawmakers that made the Department of Energy change their assessment, whatever that uh, uh, intelligence is, that forced them to change their assessment with low confidence. But their assessment now meets the assessment that the FBI So now you have two agencies, just like with the intelligence brief with Russia meddling. You only had three agencies. So now I have have two agencies. They told you, they lied to you and told you it was all 17. It wasn't all 17. But there are 17 components of the intelligence agency. Right now, I have two components of the 17 intelligence agencies that assess that the leak came from the lab. Just like... In 2016, you had four components of the 17 agencies that said that Russia meddled in the election. The the NSA with low confidence, uh, John Brennan's CIA, and James Comey's FBI with high confidence. Now, with, with this lab leak uh, assessment, I have the FBI with moderate confidence, and I have the... Department of Energy intelligence agency with low confidence. So the Department of Energy shared whatever this intelligence was that was shared with the lawmakers, they shared that intelligence with the other 16 intelligence agencies in the intelligence apparatus, and none of the other intelligence agencies changed their assessment. That's what you just heard her say. That's what happened.
8: While the department shared the information with other agencies, none of them changed their conclusions, officials said. Now, it is important to keep in mind that There is one intelligence uh, agency that tends to agree with uh, the energy department here, and that's the FBI. In addition to the energy department, the FBI has also concluded with moderate confidence that the virus first emerged accidentally from the Wuhan Institute of Virology, a Chinese lab that worked on coronaviruses. I
0: like how they uh, emphasize accidentally. I mean, at first it was zoonotic, it came from nature, um, you were censored. You weren't allowed to talk about the fact that it that it came from the lab. If you suggested in the beginning, if we go back in the way back machine right now, um, you I can play clip after clip of people telling you that you were a loony uh, QAnon conspiracy theory if you even suggested that this virus came from the Wuhan lab. You weren't even allowed to say it. Now they're coming out. The FBI, Department of Energy, and others are coming out and, and assessing that. Yeah, this probably came from a lab because all of the viro- viro- virologists and uh, biologists who understand this stuff have looked at this thing under a microscope, and they can tell—they tell you that this is engineered. People who understand this stuff, so they can't lie about it anymore. So they're making these assessments. And saying that, yes, it most likely came from a lab now, but it was accidentally. And you can believe that if you want. You can believe it. If they lied to you in the beginning, why would they lie to you? Why wouldn't they lie to you about the fact that it was accidental now? I mean, I know what I believe personally, but you can believe what you want to believe. Let's listen to more of Anna here from the Young Turks
8: with moderate confidence that the virus first emerged accidentally from the Wuhan Institute of Vi- Virology, a Chinese lab that worked on coronaviruses. Um, we'll get to the other agencies in just a moment and we'll also get to Sullivan's answer to Chuck Todd, but Jenk, initial thoughts.
6: So there are two major things to look out here for. First of all, uh, did it come from a lab leak? Nearly impossible to know, I'm not a damage Jim, I'm not a virologist. Having said that, did you hear what Anna just read, you guys? It came out of the city that has the Wuhan Institute of Virology, a Chinese lab that worked on coronaviruses. Man, that is an awfully large coincidence. Absolutely, Jake. And, uh, and that's what I've thought throughout, that that was an awfully large coincidence. Now, with the beginning... Anybody with uh, a
0: brain, a, people, Anybody sh- with a brain could see that that is just a crazy... Coincidence that there is a a level four bio lab in Wuhan, and this virus just originates at this you know this absolutely absolutely great timing. Like I explained to you, because all these travelers are coming in for the Chinese New Year, the timing was impeccable, and that it would just come at this impeccable timing at this spot where the level four lab is,
6: I mean, people just use your brains. Up and down that it was natural and not from a lab. We'll get back to that in a second.
8: Actually, can we address that right now? Yeah. Because one thing that's become increasingly clear to me, especially over the last year, is that I don't know who to trust. Yeah. Right. I certainly don't trust reporters. Mm-hmm. Because reporters treated this in initially as if it was nothing more than a crazy, unhinged conspiracy theory. Yeah. So who do you trust? Right? You can't trust the she's legacy being, media outlets is, she's because she's being that was red their pilled narrative.
0: right now. She's being red pilled right now because you know this is what happens. You know she doesn't know who to trust. She is totally perplexed right now because now that it is coming out that this has come from a lab and this assessment. Is is being more widely ac- accepted as true, and it's coming from virologists. It's coming from government agencies, and it's being reinforced now that we are uh, two years, three years removed from this. We know a lot more. Her her entire reality is <laughs> just like Neo when he takes that uh, that that red pill. Your entire reality is shifting right in front of your eyes. Take a listen.
8: Actually, can we address that right now? Because one thing that's become increasingly clear to me, especially over the last year, is that I don't know who to trust, Yeah. right? I certainly don't trust reporters Mm -hmm. because reporters treated this initially as if it was nothing more than a crazy unhinged conspiracy theory. Yeah. So who do you trust, right? You can't trust the legacy media outlets because that was their narrative. Right-wing media, you know, tends to go in the direction of it was definitely a lab leak, but they have their own biases. So what do you trust? Yeah. Who Right-wing you- media?
0: Right-wing right media has been saying that it's a lab leak, and they have their own biases. So no, it's not only right-wing media. Anna, you don't remember John Stewart. You don't remember John Stewart on the Colbert show? I mean, it blew everyone's mind. Him sitting there on that couch telling you, look, connect the dots, people. <laughs> this came from a lab. The lab is right there. Let's listen to Jon Stewart back on the Colbert show. John Stewart is nowhere near being a right winger, Anna. Everyone was saying this back then. Take a listen.
5: I think we owe a great debt of gratitude to science. Science has in many ways helped ease uh, the suffering of this pandemic, uh, which was m- more than likely caused by science. <laughs> so, and that's kind of... Hold on a second. No, 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 <laughs> no. listen, listen. I'm, it's coffee. I wouldn't, do that, I wouldn't for, do that to you. I so wouldn't do that to you. So what do takes? What, 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 what do you mean by that? Do you mean like well, so there's perhaps there's a chance that this was created in a lab, there's an investigation. A chance? Well, but so, I I, I, oh I my if God. there is evidence, I'd love to hear. It. There's I just a know. N- novel respiratory coronavirus overtaking Wuhan, China. What do we do? Oh, you know who we could ask? The Wuhan novel respiratory coronavirus lab. The disease. <laughs> is the same name as the lab. That's just, that's just a little too weird, don't you think? And then they I, ask the scientists, they're like, how did this? So wait a minute. You work at the Wuhan Respiratory Coronavirus Lab. How did this happen? And they're like, mm, a pangolin kissed a turtle. And you're like, no, I, you, you, the name I, of your lab, wait, if you look at the name, <laughs> look at the name. Can I, let me see your business card. Show me your business card. Oh, I work at the coronavirus lab in Wuhan. Oh, because there's a coronavirus loose in Wuhan. How did that happen? Maybe a bat flew into the cloaca of a turkey, and then it sneezed into my chili, and now we all have coronavirus. Like, com- OK, wait, OK. Wait, wait, okay. A, wait a second. Wait a what second. about this? What about wait a this? Second. Listen to this. Wait a second. All right. John. Oh, my god. Oh, my God, there's been an outbreak of chocolatey goodness near Hershey, Pennsylvania. What do you think happened? Like, oh, I don't know, maybe a steam shovel mated with a cocoa bean.
0: It's hilarious that the comedians are the only ones who are allowed to tell the truth. I don't know if you saw uh, Woody Harrelson's monologue um, on Saturday Night Live where he rips Big Pharma um i don't guess he's a comedian but he was playing a comedian and there on saturday night live but they're the only ones who get to tell the truth i guess and um uh this is john stewart in a moment of um reality and he is telling the truth the people the truth on the late night show on cbs i mean it was absolutely amazing but it it wasn't only right-wing conspiracy theorists trumpers that were having this theory way back then um so let's go back here to young turks and anna um i have more that i wanted to share here
8: Even the intelligence community in the United States is divided on this issue. And it's not just about the coronavirus pandemic guys, it's about every single political issue. I don't know who to trust.
6: Yeah, so I'm gonna make it worse before I make it better. Okay, Okay. go ahead. (laughs) So first of all, uh, the main organization that put out a report saying it was definitely uh, from a natural occurrence was the World Health Organization normally fairly reputable and trustworthy, except for the fact that in this particular no, they're case... Not.
0: they're not. They're uh, not trustworthy. They're not trustworthy at all, the World Health Organization. Absolutely not. They, I mean, they were pitching from China from the beginning. I don't know if you guys remember, there was a tweet from the World Health Organization that says that there was no uh, detection of human-to-human transmission early on. They tweeted that out. World Health Organization. So no, they're not reputable, Jake. So
6: first of all, uh, the main organization that put out a report saying it was definitely uh, from a natural occurrence was the World Health Organization. Normally fairly reputable and trustworthy, except for the fact that in this particular case, uh, China demanded that half the people on the panel be from China. Mm-hmm. And so it was a very, very questionable finding, but it was reported as if it was legitimate.
8: That's right. Right? That's exactly right.
6: And so that so that makes it worse. Second of all, you think, well, okay, now it's pretty settled. I mean, you got the Energy Department, the FBI even saying more so uh, that they they think it was a lab leak. And come on, the Wuhan to Virology lab's right there, what are the chances it's okay. But be careful of the new reports too why because now all of a sudden you've got republicans like the one we just showed you in the beginning and democrats who are more hawkish and and inclined towards neoconservatism coming out saying this is the fault of the Chinese communist party uh-oh so remember we've been reporting That's right. about how yep. we're war starting to do more warmongering towards China, yep. the Pelosi visit, the arms sales to Taiwan, the Chinese spy balloons and the other rando balloons we shot down shot down as if it was they were Chinese etc. So now here comes the war drums. Yep. So be careful, be careful not just with hey what was Covid, Where did it come from? That's very important. We have to track that down scientifically, because for the next virus that comes out, it's critical that we know the truth, the medical scientific truth behind how it emerged. But it is curious that all of a sudden our government is starting to say Democrats and Republicans Mm. and almost all of them neocons, pro war legislators coming out and saying, Chinese Communist party.
0: What does this have to do with communism? What are you guys talking about? This has
8: nothing to do with just, communism yeah, whatsoever. Yeah, well, very and
0: clear assessment. Very clear assessment. And um, I don't know if uh, Chink got this from uh, somewhere else. Maybe other people are talking about this. Um, but he is, he is on point with that assessment. What is going on now? that we are getting this information and they are the bite. De- what is this intelligence that was shared with the lawmakers that made the intelli- the energy department change their assessment? Why is it just now when China is establishing a alliance with Russia, they're talking about um, everybody that in, in our government is talking about, um, the intelligence saying that China is about to start arming Russia and helping Russia win the war in Ukraine. And there's been all of these warnings. This is a big deal. Uh, the war jumps with China. Um, the United States is moving all of these. Um, this is what I was telling you in the last podcast about before uh, the World War One, even before Franz Ferdinand was gunned down in, in Serbia in In um, 1914, um, the mobilization of troops, the building of forces by Germany, by France, by um, other um, nations at this time, they were gearing up for war. Uh, They were preparing for war, just waiting for that spark and that catalyst, which um, happened to be the murder of Franz Ferdinand and his wife in Serbia. But they were already moving into that positioning. That's what you see going on right now with the United States of America. We're building up our forces right on China's doorstep. Um, Take a listen to some of these clips about where we are moving forces right now in preparation for a war with China. Take a listen.
8: The United States has signed a deal allowing large numbers of its troops to return to the Philippines for the first time in three decades. Both countries are seeking to counter China's growing military influence in Southeast Asia. The U.S. has agreed to almost double its number of military bases in the Philippines. The announcement was made by the American Defense Secretary, Lloyd Austin, who's visiting Manila. The deal, which was struck with the new government of President Marcos, will see American forces permanently based at nine sites in the Philippines. We're
0: doubling our presence in the Philippines. Now, let's listen to... um Taiwan. The
4: US set to more than quadruple the number of troops deployed to Taiwan as the island continues to face a growing threat from China. Somewhere between one to two hundred soldiers expected to ship out in the coming months. Washington correspondent Kelly Meyer is live Kelly-
0: Quadruple the presence in Taiwan. We're doubling our presence in the Philippines, quadrupling our presence in Taiwan. Take a listen to Guam. <laughs> Take a listen to what's happening in Guam here. All this as the U.S.
2: prepares for a potential conflict with China. Tonight the U.S. is confirming that they're going to be sending additional troops to Taiwan. That is big news. It is historic because the troops will deploy to the crucial island to help build out a training program amid increasing tensions with China. It's here in the Western Pacific where America's naval power is on full display. The USS Nimitz with more than 60 planes and 5,000 sailors. Guam is where we took off from this morning. It is considered the tip of the spear. One part of the Marianas, a strategic location used during World War II to launch the bombs that forced
0: Japan to surrender. Today, Guam houses three... <laughs> the nuclear weapons. That's the, Those are the bombs that force Japan to have to surrender. That's what Guam was used for. I love how they uh, how they positioned that. It was used to launch the bombs that forced Japan to surrender. The nuclear weapons. One part of the Marianas, a strategic
2: location used during World War II to launch the bombs that forced Japan to surrender. Today, Guam houses three military bases, Air Force, Navy, and now a new home to 5,000 Marines the first new U.S. military
0: base in 70 years. So in Guam, a new Marine uh, military base, the first base in 70 years, uh, 5,000 Marines to start. So building up the presence in Guam, um, Taiwan, uh, the Philippines, quadrupling our forces in Taiwan, doubling our forces in the Philippines. Uh, sending Marines to Guam. We just made a uh, pact uh, with Japan. Take a look at a map, people. We're surrounding China. We're gearing up for this. Whatever the catalyst is, like France Ferdinand was uh, the catalyst in 1914. Whatever the catalyst is in 2023 or 2024, whenever this thing pops off, you can see these forces already getting ready. Um, now, let's go back to the young Turks here. I have a, a little bit more that I want to share. But it is
6: curious that all of a sudden, our government is starting to say Democrats and Republicans, mm. and almost all of them neocons, pro-war legislators coming out and saying, Chinese Communist Party. What does this have to do with communism? What are you guys talking about? This has
8: nothing to do with it communism just, yeah, whatsoever. Yeah. And if there was an accidental lab leak, as you say, Cenk, I think the world deserves to know about it. The fact that the World Health Organization investigation into this was heavily biased in favor of China is absolutely ridiculous. And if I recall correctly, that bias wasn't initially reported right? It wasn't until the Biden administration found out that there was a pro-China bias within the World Health Organization's investigation into it that he ordered his own investigation. And then after that, it turns out that you have all of these mixed signals or signs coming from various intelligence organizations. Let's go to the other agencies, for instance. Four other intelligence agencies and the National Intelligence Council have concluded with low confidence that the virus most likely emerged through natural transmission, the director of National uh, Intelligence's office.
0: Wow. So she was emphasizing the fact that the uh, Department of Energy's intelligence agency had accepted this new finding or changed their um, assessment to accept the finding that it was a lab leak, but it had low confidence. But then she says, but four of the other 17 agencies within the intelligence community, four of the other intelligence say that it was zoonotic and it came from nature, but with low confidence.
8: Listen again. Let's go to the other agencies, for instance. Four other intelligence agencies and the National Intelligence Council have concluded with low confidence that the virus most likely emerged through natural transmission. The director of National uh, Intelligence's office announced in October of 2021. And like the low confidence, moderate confidence, who do you trust? Especially given all of the other agenda items that both lawmakers and government officials have in mind when it comes to geopolitical issues.
6: Okay, so I'm going to give you a very self-aggrandizing answer first, and then potentially what you consider a more real answer, right? Look, guys, who, who can you trust?
0: How about us, right? When it appeared yeah, that all the time- You can trust young Turks. Were- that's hilarious. Who can you trust? How about us? That's what, that's what Chink says. So Hold on to that.
6: As the answer first, and then potentially what you consider a more real answer, right? Look, guys, who, who can you trust? How about us, right? When- it appeared that all the scientists were saying that it was natural born. We said, my recollection and you guys, everybody can look it up and they often do, right? Was that, hey, I'm like all the doctors and scientists are saying that it's natural. Okay, I guess it's natural. And then uh, Wuhan labs, the virology labs in Wuhan and then it became not unanimous and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. That is an unbelievable coincidence that the virology lab is right next to the outbreak. What were the chances, right? Yep. and so yeah, that's and son Stewart said, like we were, we said that years ago, right? Of course, uh, you said that Trump. years ago, Jake. So
8: I don't look, know, I don't remember what you said, but uh-huh. I'm going to take ownership of what I said. That's okay? good, because Anna. I said that there was no evidence of it, right? If I remember it correctly, right? I wasn't completely dismissive of it, but we didn't have evidence. And I'm not gonna repeat, uh, you know, theories that we don't have hardcore evidence to back up.
0: Yeah. Well, Anna, you are lucky since you don't remember what you said about the lab leak theory in the past. And, and good for you uh, for being honest that, y- that you did give criticism to people who had the lab leak theory early on, but she doesn't remember. But the good news for Anna is that we have the Wayback Machine here on According to Sam. We could take the Wayback Machine and find out exactly what Anna and the Young Turks were saying about the lab leak theory a year ago, two years ago. Uh, This is the first clip that I found of Anna uh, a year ago when the first report came out about the lab leak theory. Um, This is what Anna said. Take a listen.
8: Joe Biden is calling for a full investigation into the origins of the coronavirus. And uh, he is, of course, uh, referring to uh, some plausibility regarding the lab leak theory. Now, this story's been developing. I've been holding off because there are all sorts of questionable actors at play. However, it does appear that there is some indication that a lab leak in Wuhan, China is the origin of the coronavirus pandemic. Now, let me be clear, it has not been proven yet. But the previous thought of it being literally impossible was inaccurate. Now. Of course, people also felt that it was nothing more than a conspiracy theory based on who it was coming from. Someone like Donald Trump, who most people I think do feel a little skeptical about. However, a report on the origins of the COVID-19 virus by the US government, and its a national laboratory concluded that the hypothesis claiming that the virus leaked from a Chinese lab in Wuhan is in fact plausible and deserves further investigation, which is why Biden is calling for a full investigation into that. Now, this- so now that Biden
0: is calling, this was a year ago when Biden was president. In his first year, Biden calls for the investigation. And now that Biden and, and a report is coming out from the Biden administration that says that the lab leak is plausible. She says that she's more apt to believe it. This was a year ago when Anna, um, what she was saying about the lab leak theory under Biden because Biden was investigating it. Biden was saying that the lab leak theory now uh, needs to be considered. She was willing to consider it a year ago. Now, this is the same woman that you just heard say that. I don't know who to believe. Can't believe those right wingers because they have a a bias. Um, But this and, and chink says, oh, you can believe us. You can trust us. But this is what Anna was saying. Let's take the Wayback Machine and go back a little bit further now. A little bit further. We're going to go to 2020 when Trump was president. And this is what Anna was saying about the lab leak theory when it was being proposed by trump and his administration take a listen
8: donald trump is known for his ridiculous and debunked conspiracies one of them being this conspiracy that the coronavirus was developed by these mad scientists in a chinese lab the intelligence community has already come out to say that this is not a human made virus uh but it doesn't matter because donald trump has taken it upon himself to allege that that's not the case take a look
1: Theories, but yeah, we have people looking at it very, very strongly.
7: Scientific people, intelligence
1: people and others.
7: What gives you a high degree of confidence that this originated from the Wuhan Institute of Virology? I can't tell you that. I'm
1: not allowed to tell you that.
8: Several sources tell CNN that top administration officials have been pushing the U.S. intelligence agencies for evidence to support that theory. So far, the intelligence community has not come to any conclusion saying today in a remarkable statement that all they know is that the virus came from China and that it is not man-made or genetically modified. The intelligence community will continue to rigorously examine emerging information and intelligence, the statement said, to determine whether the outbreak began through contact with infected animals or if it was the result of an accident at a laboratory in Wuhan so this this conspiracy theory, like this attempt to make uh, chinese Chinese scientists the bad guys in in this whole case, like they they developed some crazy virus and they released it into the world. That's not what happened that That's exactly what the intelligence community said. They're trying to figure out whether this was based on some accident that occurred within the lab or if it was really something that happened from someone maybe you know, being exposed to the virus outside of the lab, uh, maybe at one of these wet markets. That's come up. So they're still investigating this. But what I find problematic, John, is that CNN's also reporting that a number of top officials in the Trump administration have pushed US intelligence agencies looking into the origin of the novel coronavirus to hunt for evidence linking the virus to a Chinese laboratory. That's not what the intelligence community is supposed to do. They're not supposed to have a theory, and then look for evidence to back their theory.
0: That's what Anna was saying two years ago when Trump was in office about him um, looking into the lab leak theory. Um, And then now uh, that the Biden administration's intelligence community, um, two agencies at least, have come out and said that they believe that the lab leak theory is valid the FBI with moderate confidence now the Department of Energy with low confidence uh, and she's changed her whole outlook or she's so perplexed that she doesn't know who to trust now (laughs) it is absolutely hilarious these people I had some more that I wanted to share with you guys Um, I'll hold over these uh, next clips for uh next week we'll see what we have hope you guys enjoyed this podcast please visit the website um and um, i will be back next week with episode 154 i believe thank you for listening have a good night